Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I hope all of you are having a fantastic start to your Tuesday. We're about to make it even better as we roll through the issues, the craziness, the zaniness, the insanity of the day. And we begin with a battle that we told you was coming, but it appears to have begun officially in earnest. San Francisco, as we have told you, is now mandating the COVID vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. That means if your 5-year-old wants to get some Chicken McNuggets, you have to show a vaccine card to be able to enter a McDonald's to get them Chicken McNuggets. Now, as we talked about, New York City, at least under Bill de Blasio, before he is removed and replaced by Eric Adams, is saying that New York City may well need to follow the lead out of San Francisco and continue to mandate this madness. Here is, as Buck would say, the worst mayor in the entire country, Bill de Blasio, talking about mandating the vaccine for 5 to 11-year-old children. At what point will you ask them to also start checking for vax cards for 5 to 11-year-olds? That's a very good question, and honestly, one we need to focus on now. We wanted to get to the day where we actually could vaccinate the youngest New Yorkers and get that rolling. We know it'll take a while. I mean, right now, to use the example of the 12 to 17-year-olds, very good news, we're almost at 79% of them. That's fantastic, but it did take a while. So it's a great question, Elizabeth. It's one I don't think we're going to settle immediately because it will naturally take Uh, a number of weeks for that age group to get vaccinated. But it's a question we need to answer for the weeks ahead, and we'll come back on that. Buck, I'm a dad. I've got three boys. The idea that there would be anywhere that would uh, mandate that my 7-year-old or my 11-year-old 
get vaccinated for COVID, which, by the way, I think they probably have already had. And I'm going to run through some data here in a little bit from the Wall Street Journal, a great article that was on their editorial page here in the last day or so. There's no way in hell that I am getting my five, my seven-year-old and my 11-year-old, my first grader and my fifth grader vaccinated. And if you thought the mask battle was significant, you ain't seen nothing until parents are being told that their kids have to get a vaccine that they don't need, which we have no idea about the long-range consequences of. They're going to do this in the schools in a lot of states, as we've been saying all along. Depends on what state you're in. I do think, depending on what caseload we have throughout the wintertime, though, you may also see a move from within the federal government to try to use Department of Education funds to bully even non-blue lunatic states into instituting some kind of a vaccine program for children. The data on this is very, very clear. It's it's actually irrefutable uh, that to say that children are at an effectively zero risk. I mean, you have to say yes. effectively because if you say zero, they'll say, well, there have been, you know, a hundred children or something who we who think have died of COVID. And then we have to point out, well, there are a lot of kids who have died, unfortunately, from a whole range of issues. And we don't refuse to take them, as you've said many times, to school or to put them in a bathtub or to let them go swimming in a pool. You know, life has risk. What we've seen is, uh, is a couple things simultaneously because of COVID. One is the elimination of a fair reading of risk as a matter of policy. So they no longer actually will look at this and be rational. It's, well, if it saves just... They'll do this with gun control sometimes. Yes. If it saves just one life, any onerous restriction, any... And they never even prove that it saves one life, by the way, but just the thought. And that's the incrementalism that they will use there. And another thing, you see this with the mask mandates, because right now, as we were talking, Clay and I talk a lot on air, off air, uh, California right now is more than double what Florida's caseload is. California has mask mandates. California has vaccine mandates. San Francisco has the mandate coming in for kids. And now all of a sudden, oh, it's complicated, Clay. There are a lot of factors. Whenever the data doesn't go the way they want, it's a multi-factor situation instead of we can draw a firm conclusion from this. This is why you never get anywhere with the Fauciites. This is how they evade accountability for all their crap decision making. This is a story that is in the Wall Street Journal. And by the way, the two most important pages in American life right now, I think, in terms of media life, are the Wall Street Journal editorial pages. They have in an era when everybody else has gone woke and curled up in the fetal position and refused to look at actual data and science. They have continued to fight real battles on behalf of facts and uh, and presenting it to a large audience, even if and that's what we try to do here as well, even if it upsets some people. Uh, this is an article from uh, two different doctors inside the Wall Street Journal, because I do think it's important to share actual facts. And also we're going to have uh, both of these people or one of these people on uh, Dr. Macri, we've had on before professor at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. Uh, the other one is I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. But Dr. Sapphire, assistant professor, Sapphire, Sapphire, yeah, like the like the uh, jewel, like the star uh, as an assistant professor at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. Um, OK, so here is the data. I just want to read it from you from The Wall Street Journal uh, right now. There is uh, there are 28 million children, Buck, between the ages of five and 11 since covid arrived in the United States, 94 kids have died with COVID 
out of those 28 million. And that is far less than would have died from being murdered, than would have died in car accidents, that would have died from drowning, that would have died from the seasonal flu, to kind of put that into context for you. And what they found is that there basically is no need for the COVID vaccine at all because of this low risk. And in fact, in the 80-page Pfizer report buried in there, Buck, is this quote. When they studied it, if a child had already had COVID, and Buck, strong chance that we're over 60% of kids in that 5 to 11 age range have already had COVID. When they analyzed this vaccine, no kid who had already had COVID was found to uh, have the virus. And so this study is consistent with the study from Israel that found natural immunity was 27 times as effective as vaccinated immunity in preventing symptomatic COVID. Uh, So no cases of COVID-19 were observed. This is a quote from the Pfizer report in either the vaccine group or the placebo group in participants with evidence of prior COVID infection. So 60% of kids, a lot of fear out there, but over half of kids have already had COVID. And in the 5 to 11 age range, only 94, 94 in the entire country have died with COVID. Clay, there's a combination of things going on here. One of them is, I think, and this hasn't gotten as much attention, so I'll start with this. I think that this is in the back of the minds of a lot of the true Fauciites. I think this is the ultimate bend the knee movement moment for a lot of them. Once you've gotten your kids vaxxed because the state is mandating it for them to go to school, how are you going to really fight back on any of this stuff? Right. Once yeah. you're going to subject your five year old to the shot, isn't it at that point just it's routine, right? It's all over. You're going to do whatever they tell you because on that issue you caved. So what else really is there? That's part of it. There are these hyper anxious and there are a lot of them here in New York City hyper anxious parents where they just I mean, you know, Jill Biden. Do we have it? Jill Biden is going around as part of this whole process, telling everybody that they'll their children. This is, you know, the, the first lady, not an actual doctor, doctor. She's like a doctor of sociology. Do you have that one? Please Here she is. make the decision to protect your children with the same vaccine that has already saved millions of lives because nothing is more important than our children's health. It's up to us to keep them safe. And with this vaccine, we can. It's Clay, not true. It's just, just a I lie, mean, Buck. This is the first lady. Who, she's a doctor of education, by yes. the way, just to be clear. So she's a, you know, she's not a doctor, doctor, as we all know. And I like to not call her doctor because the libs freak out about it. But uh, Jill Biden here, the first lady, she's saying that it saved millions of lives. It hasn't saved millions of children's lives. Which is who we're talking about getting the shot here. I'm not even sure that it's saved millions of lives. Certainly it hasn't saved millions of lives in the in United America. States. No way. No way based on the numbers. But but this goes to they're going after the, the parents for whom they just they believe whatever they're told. They can't think about it. But then they're there's sheep. the fi- there's the final group, the sheep. Then there's the final group of adults. And you see this in some of these viral videos, Clay. Uh, like teachers in the classroom who are, you know, you better pull your mask up over your nose because I don't want to get sick. And even though I'm vaccinated to the children, 
but they're too cowardly to say, I'm scared to be around unvaccinated kids. So they'd prefer to pretend it's for the child's benefit. Those are the factors that I see in play. Well, I see so many of these viral videos of parents and kids reacting with joy that the COVID vaccine still uh, has become in existence. And I, I'm filled, filled with such... I feel so bad for the kids, Buck, because I, I the parents should be smarter. But as a parent, I feel so bad for that there are some parents out there that have terrified their kids to such an extent of COVID that they have some of these kids erupting in tears and they post these videos on social media like, look how, look how happy my five-year-old was to find out they can finally get a COVID vaccine. I feel so bad for those children because imagine what hell their life has been to have thoroughly irrational parents for the last 18 months terrifying them they're, they're going to die. I mean, one of the first things I did, Buck, was my kids are young, but last spring... When their school shut down, I sat down all three of my boys at the table and I said, I'm going to talk to you like adults. Here is what the data reflects in terms of who's in danger from COVID. This is early on when most people were still not even looking at the data. I said, kids are not in danger, right? You guys are going to be fine. Just try to avoid driving your mother insane at the house because we're all going to be around the house because everything is shut down. But you guys are going to be fine. You don't need to be worried about it. You don't need to have trouble sleeping. You don't need to be terrified of the COVID boogeyman coming out from underneath your bed. Uh, we're going to stay away from grandma and grandpa in that time and, 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 and listen to the experts on 15 days to slow the spread. And that's what we did. And my kids are completely healthy and normal. And I worry so much. And by the way, if you're terrified and you think it makes sense to go get your kids vaccinated, that's your right as a parent. But I really do worry about the emotional issues for so many kids out there that their parents terrified them of COVID and what it's going to be like for them in the years ahead in their life and how much anxiety they're going to have that was needlessly put upon them and how much failure to experience life they are going to uh, to to embody because of the way that their parents raise them. I mean, I just got to tell you, Clay, I, w- I went to a doctor's office here in New York yesterday to have my uh, my ears checked. And sitting there, it was kind of a hot, warm doctor's office. Sitting there with a mask on my face, I mean, I, I started to lose it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you really, your anxiety level rises. Why are there all these fights on airplanes all the time? Yes. It's because of masking. I mean, they don't want to say this, right. but it's because people are uncomfortable and frustrated. And, and we're putting people through this and acting as though it's not a problem. It's no big deal. It's your patriotic. You remember a year ago, they were saying double mask right about. Oh, well, I guess it was December, January. They started saying double mask if you take it seriously. And and really what we've seen with the vaccines for children is it's the equivalent of triple masking. Right. Yeah. Is, is it theoretically the case that triple masking would keep you safer? I can't tell you it's not. Is it insane to do that? Yes, it is. And vaccinating children who are four years old for a disease that has killed less than a hundred of them in that age group in the entire nation of 340 million people is crazy. But if parents want to do that, I suppose that's their their choice. But Clay, it's going to be a mandate, as you know, in schools, in a lot of places in New York, in California, a whole range. We'll come back. We got more on this. New York versus uh, I'm sorry, California versus Florida. How's that data looking? We want to tell you about it. You want to hear about it. Do something smart for yourself before the end of this year. Take the time to investigate the ga- the value of gold 
as part of your savings account or your IRA account. This is one currency that holds its value in the face of inflation or out-of-control housing cost increases. Owning gold is as easy as ever. In terms of purchasing it or taking actual possession of it, it's so straightforward. And it's a form of protection that's important to have in your portfolio. I have it in my portfolio. And I have it from the Oxford Gold Group. Our our partners at the Oxford Gold Group have precious metals that can be delivered right to your home. Okay, this is who you need to have making real gold delivery to your home. It's easy. It's not complicated at all. So have real gold delivered to your home from the Oxford Gold Group or have it as part of your IRA. It's just a phone call away. 833-404-GOLD. Learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. We are rocking and rolling here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Thanks for rolling with us on this Tuesday. Appreciate it. Remember to go to clayandbuck.com for transcripts. And also, check out the podcast of the show if you happen to miss any part of it, wherever you get your podcast. But I want to say, as a New Yorker, I feel like I'm on the front lines of COVID crazy here. Although California is now getting a little competitive with us. California's decided, Clay, that they're going to try to be... You know, you know that how Ron DeSantis is the beacon of of COVID free or you know freedom from COVID madness, and other states have followed suit. I think California and New York are in this you know back and forth over who can be the biggest Fauciite lunatic state. Where, and by the way, is Gavin Newsom? Buck is that kind of a big? Story? I was going to ask. He's kind of MIA, and he just got twelve his days now, which is a little weird. It's been a yeah. while. He's been gone. I'm sure they'll have some BS excuse for why he's been gone, but maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. But in New York, people often overuse the term, I think, Orwellian. 
But when you start saying unfreedom is freedom, you're truly going into George Orwell 1984 territory. And the worst mayor in America, Bill de Blasio, has done just that. Your point about freedom is very powerful. That you know, what is freedom? Freedom is the ability to go out there, live your life, have your job, be with the people you love. We were deprived of that for most of two years. Right. And vaccination actually gave us back that freedom. And I think people are going to realize as they see these mandates work, wait a minute, that's actually the thing we wanted. Ah, that's that's, you know, bend the knee, Clay, and we'll give you a little bit. We'll give you some crumbs from the freedom table and then be thankful for what we give you. That is freedom. This is de Blasio's mantra. I think we have to keep in mind. And my wife actually is the one who says, hey, you should say this on the radio more. We didn't have to do this. So many people like de Blasio say, well, this is what we had to do for the last two years. No, we didn't. And, and I'm thinking about it in the context of Columbia basketball, Columbia University, Ivy League school. They shut down their basketball program for 612 days. The Ivy League did not allow kids to play basketball for 612 days because of COVID. Other places found out ways to get back to normalcy. So we can't allow people to blame COVID for where we are right now. We made a lot of bad choices and used COVID as the justification for it, as Bill de Blasio is still trying to do there. It's a lie. It's not true. Talk more about this and more, but Pure Talk Cellular has great prices now on the iPhone 12, just $479. That's a great value great gift for you as you roll into the holiday season i was texting my wife yesterday speaking of my wife we want to get a phone that my fifth grader can use only when he's going to practice or he's going to events and he may need to let us know hey practice is over can you come get me and we're going to get him a pure talk phone for those necessities as well switching's easy you could save up to eight hundred dollars a year Exact same 5G network, exact same towers as one of the big carriers, but for a heck of a lot less. People will tell you, including my own family, they will kill it for you. They have a 30-day risk-free guarantee, so you really have no risk. You can keep your same phone. You can keep your same number. All you have to do is sign up. Dial pound 250. Say Pure Talk. 50% off your first month. Get your phones. Pound 250. Say Pure Talk today. Become an EIB VIP at clayandbuck.com. VIPs can email Clay and Buck through the exclusive VIP email address. Plus, watch exclusive videos for members only, access to the stack of stuff, commercial-free podcasts, and much more. Become an EIB 24-7 VIP today at clayandbuck.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're going to talk with Bill O'Reilly a little bit later in the show, just to let you know where we are headed there. But, you know, the infrastructure bill still hasn't been signed, Buck, even though it's now been passed by the House and by the Senate. And Biden is claiming that he's waiting until everybody can come back from Scotland, where they are, the Pelosi crew is attending this uh, climate. How long is the climate change conference, by the way, Buck? This is like a three-week event. I mean, wasn't it last week too? There's a lot of hot air coming out of it, Clay. Yeah, that's no for kidding. Sure. Not good for the environment. A lot of lot of stuff going on there. A lot of planes, private planes showing up. 
bad so news. many people that told you it wasn't safe enough to, uh, to to go to a playground last year are now hopping on planes and going to the climate change uh, conference. Uh, but what is interesting here is the dilemma of what to do exactly as it pertains to infrastructure and the interplay with the Biden budget, the Bernie budget, however you want to classify it. A part of me thinks Biden is waiting to sign the bill so that the House will pass the uh the 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 infrastructure the, the build back better bill the the budget bill in the meantime mayor pete may be the least qualified person to ever have a cabinet level job in the united states and what i mean by that is he knows nothing about transportation he was the mayor of south bend indiana he's never made big decisions about anything he's been on parental leave for a couple of months, even though he didn't have a baby himself. And now he's back, and we've passed this huge infrastructure bill. He's already failed in terms of supply chains, and now we're going to give him a trillion dollars and say, hey, buddy, go build some roads. What do you think he's focused on? How racist bridges are. I swear to God, this is real. Listen. How you will deconstruct the racism that was built into the roadways. Can you talk to us about how that could be deconstructed? Part one of that is defining those investments that are eligible. As to where we target those dollars, you know, I, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids to a beach in New York was designed too low for it to pass by, that that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality. And I think we have everything to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, which is why the reconnecting communities, that billion dollars, is something we want to get to work right away. So so can I, you know, have you read A The Power Broker, bridge. Clay? Because The Power Broker is what he's referring to here. A book by the biographer Robert Caro. Uh, my dad's actually a big fan of the uh, Lyndon, a, Lyndon Johnson. He's an amazing writer, yeah. Buck. The Lyndon Johnson uh, books are incredible. You and my dad like the same books. Yes. So the, the but I, I read The Power Broker many years ago and it became very popular among the McKinsey, uh, you know, Ivy and pseudo Ivy League set, you know, everyone's reading the power broker and it's about a guy, Robert Moses in New York City. It's actually kind of a pretty good band named Bob Moses too, named for him, believe it or not. Randomly, I've seen them in concert. But uh, Robert Moses was the guy who was the great builder of New York in terms of roads and, and Jones Beach and all these different things. And he's referring to a, a belief based on the papers and the and the statements of, of Moses from the time that there were decisions that were also class-based mind you to try to keep certain areas from being you know having folks who were you know not not the ones that moses desired to be there for whatever reason but clay that was in that was a hundred years ago right yeah you know so communities transport all these things have changed so what robert moses may have said about why a certain overpass or underpass or whatever was a certain height in uh a century a century ago doesn't really matter all that much to right now. And this is just another time where you find that when we say that they believe everything is racist, they really think that everything you can find racism and everything. I, I mentioned this to briefly, briefly in the break. There was a whole period of time about five years ago. Remember, it was during the uh, the latter part of the Obama administration food deserts. And we yes. kept being told that there was that it was racist, that there wasn't enough access to healthy produce. And by that, I mean, you know, kale and beets and, you know, whatever, those kind of things in uh, low income and predominantly minority neighborhoods. 
So the federal government created a bunch of programs. The National Bureau of Economic Research got into this and they started looking at if we subsidize, if we actually provide uh, people with greater access to and subsidize the, quote, healthy food, basically veggies, a lot of veggies and fruits. Will we change buying patterns? You know what they found out, Clay? No, it did not. Their food deserts were not racist. People were buying the food they wanted to eat. And the stores were providing them with the food that they were choosing to purchase. Which is how market-based economies work. Which ultimately is the answer for almost everything. Business is in the business of serving as many people as they possibly can the largest amount of their product. I know this is revolutionary to people like Bernie Sanders. It's why capitalism works, because the market is more reliable than a government entity telling us what the market should be. And in the larger context here, Buck, everything is racist is the entire Democratic platform. And I don't know how they ever leave that platform behind until they get more and more ass kickings in voter by voters, right? And 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 while everybody out there is trying to say now, oh, all those people who voted for Joe Biden in 2020 and flipped to Glenn Youngkin, well, they're racist. All those people who voted for Donald Trump in 2020 in 2016 in the Midwest that had voted for Barack Obama in 2012, well, well, they were racist. No, what is happening is. Everything is racist doesn't work. It works on Twitter with a small segment of the woke, primarily white, liberal regime, which wants everything to be racist and for them to be the people who see through the racism, the Mayor Pete's of the world. But it doesn't work with Hispanic voters. It doesn't work really with black voters, and it certainly doesn't work with Asian voters. And the only way this changes, Buck, is if we get such thorough ass-kickings in 2021, which we just had, in 2022, and in 2024, that there is no legitimate basis for Democrats to continue to follow the Everything is Racist parade. In the meantime, Thursday, Veterans Day, Buck. So many ways that it's going to be celebrated and solemnized and, and just honored all over this country. We know the sacrifices veterans and their families have made to give us the safety and security that we enjoy every single day in this country. Tunnel to Towers is participating this year in Veterans Day. Their special tribute is a ceremony that speaks the name of each member of our armed forces that lost their life in our nation's war on terror. This is the first time that they have done it, and it reinforces the pledge of Tunnel to Towers. The pledge is to never forget. Never forget the sacrifices made by our men and women in uniform. Buck, how can you help Tunnel to Towers further their foundation's goal? So easy, everybody. Just donate today. $11 a month at T2T.org. Just remember, this organization is preparing to deliver mortgage-free homes to families of our fallen soldiers and first responders who can really use this security for their families. They deserve the security of a forever home, and that is made possible by your donations. So help Tunnel to Towers do good. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. And Frank Siller and a veteran recipient of one of these smart homes will be on our show this Thursday to talk about the amazing work Tunnel to Towers Foundation is doing. But remember, today, go to T2T.org.
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back to the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. We got Bill O'Reilly joining us in just a few minutes. You all know Bill. Of, you know He's Bill O'Reilly, author, TV host. You, you all know Bill. He'll be talking to us about the... The Biden administration, how do they try to climb out of the hole they're in right now? Is it possible? What are they going to do? What are we seeing here? Are the socialists in their midst finally realizing they're messing it up? They're being too obvious. People are figuring out what's really going on here. Or they're just going to be able to pay off people with their own money through spending, spending, and more spending in D.C. to avoid the accountability of being seen as inept by so many. Uh, we'll get into all that, but I, I just want to say this is... You know, there are sometimes these things that I see that the Democrats are saying and that are very prominent in their it's very prominent in their messaging. And I wonder to myself, I don't understand how this is possible. They can't really think this right. I mean, there's no way they're not in on this. This is a con. Essentially, this is a a game they're playing to fool people and for the gullible. I, I almost wish that that was the case instead of the possibility that maybe they really are true believers. And there's no better example of this than on the kind of rhetoric they use on the issue of climate change. Uh, you know, Obama is still the biggest brand in the Democrat Party. He's still the biggest name, the biggest draw, much more so even than Joe Biden as the president. We all know this. And Obama was at that climate conference, which is Clay pointed out, just keeps going on. And a lot of emissions from this conference, a lot of <laughs> lot of hot gas rising from this conference. That's for sure. Here is Obama, though. Doing the the real scare tactic stuff against young people. If you are age eligible, 
to vote the issue. Vote like your life depends on it because it does. I recognize that a lot of young people may be cynical about politics, but the cold hard fact is we will not have more ambitious climate plans coming out of governments unless governments feel some pressure from voters. Now, I, I point this out, Clay, because, yeah, we can sit here and say this is clearly this is delusional. Right. Vote like your life depends on our climate change legislation. The moment you start to dig into what it would actually mean, even if they got what they want, it wouldn't stop what they think is happening with CO2 and the rise of the seas and the temperature. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even work if we did the things they say. I think it's so important because, one, yes, we have to mock them for for their uh, idiocy, but also you have to take this into account. These are the same people that want you to be vaccinating your kids because of the science. These are the same people that think you can spend unlimited amounts of money. They have horrible judgment. I mean, people that believe this have horrible judgment on other, other things, too. Climate deaths have declined massively over. There's a good article in The Wall Street Journal, maybe last week or the week before, looking at the number of people who are dying because of weather conditions. And it has plummeted over the last 50 or 60 years. So vote like your life depends on it is not statistically supported by any objective measurable data when it comes to climate change. And, Buck, I want to circle back around again for a moment here on that bridge. Let's say that whoever made that bridge is racist. What do you do? Is the idea that you would tear down that bridge and build it a little bit taller so that buses could fit their way through more easily? Are we going to spend billions of dollars tearing down perfectly good bridges because somebody 80 years ago made them a foot shorter than they otherwise would have because they were motivated in some way by race? Even if you accept the objective facts pattern here, which I'm not saying that I do, what is the conclusion that makes any kind of sense from an equitable basis. You tear down the bridge and build it higher so you have a perfectly fungible, functional bridge that's paid for by taxpayer money, and you tear it down. And, and I mean, the reason why I bring this up is because I think it's a metaphor of a larger context here. There's a difference. I'll give you an example here, Buck, in my backyard. We have a Confederate statue in Franklin, Tennessee, in the roundabout where I live. They added a new statue to represent uh, black soldiers that also fought in the Civil War near the same roundabout. That, to me, seems like a reasonable solution, right? Instead of tearing something down, you make a change to something else going forward if you're concerned about the message that you are sending historically. But it seems to me very much that, by and large, what Democrats are focused on, and tell me where I'm missing this, Buck, is tearing things down and not having anything to replace them with that is anywhere near as good as what they tore down. And that bridge example, when you're trying to call a bridge racist or when you're saying you have to vote like your life depends on it for climate change, these are pleas to emotions without any logical basis, in fact, underlying them. I mean, that was also just Mayor Pete, who knows nothing about infrastructure. Correct. Trying to, well, trying he's, to, he's way over trying his Trying to head. show off. Right? He's trying to show well, off. He's had all sorts of issues with black people not supporting him. There was the right. shooting in South Bend. So, There's so now, obviously. So now, he's the guy who's Mr. Yeah, he's Mr. Like, I'm going to prove that I'm so concerned about racism, racism yes. all the time. 
But, you know, they they have reached the point, I think. I mean, the Biden administration is running very close up against that that phase in people's thinking where they 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 talk about race and play the race card so much as a political ploy that I do think it's losing. It's the some boy of who its cried wolf. People are, are at a point now where they're starting to say, hold on a second. Why? Why is it that everything with these Democrats somehow always comes down to race? You'll notice that when they uh, when they look at like like data on masks, county to county, all of a sudden it's well, there are many, many, many factors. In fact, there yeah. are so many factors because what you see is that one county, another county doesn't matter. Mandate, no mandate. Mask but the, they go with the many factor analysis, as I was mentioning before. But somehow. If they can find any tie-in, either historically or at present, to race and racism in a subject, Clay, that is far and away always the most important point of focus for Democrats because they feel so self-righteous about it, right? They feel like, well, we're the ones who are identifying this, therefore we're the good people in this equation, and it doesn't matter what it is, even on infrastructure. even on, There is a full-on plan, as you know, Tree equity is a real thing. They're going to make sure that there are neighborhoods that have because they say, well, some neighborhoods have more trees than other neighborhoods and there's a socioeconomic dimension to it. Well, okay. I also think that the people in those neighborhoods without enough trees would like safer streets, less gun violence, more jobs, better, you know, uh, better uh, uh, options to if they want to move and not have to deal with all the regulations for their businesses and, you know. That would be more important, but tree equity makes people feel good, you see. The people at the top, they can talk about how they're making sure that everyone has the same amount of trees in their neighborhood. By the way, Buck, Allie, our producer, sent this to me because I was reading it. The headline is, we're safer from climate disasters than ever before. Though it receives little mention from activists or the media, weather-related deaths have fallen dramatically. Uh, And in fact, death tolls, people are safer from climate-related disasters than ever before. So vote like your life depends on it. The data reflects that never have we been safer from climate disasters than we are today. There's actually now an inverse relationship between how much risk you're at from climate disasters, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, etc., and how freaked out and hysterical the Democrats get over the issue. The safer yes. we get, the crazier they get about how you need to be scared. That's the way this goes. That's the same thing, by the way, for COVID and children. It's yep. the same thing for police shootings. When you actually look at the data, almost everything Democrats claim is going to kill you is a lie. We got Bill O'Reilly coming up here. He's going to drop some truth bombs on what's happening with this administration. We'll talk to you about that, COVID, the border. Bill is going to be quite a show. Stick around for that and more. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.